Hello, everyone, and welcome to Awkward Pause. If this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. We're happy to have you. I don't really know what our show's about anymore, but I think it's about friendship. It's about human rights. It's it about is Keemstar. <laughs> it is definitely about human <laughs> rights, and it alert. is definitely about the drama alert, Keemstar. Uh, welcome again to Awkward Pause. My name is Cassidy Sargent. Joining me, as always, we have the full crew today. I'm very excited. Mr. Elmer Gordado. Gun cocking sound effect. Do it for me. What's what's your canonical gun noise in your head? Like the shooting of a gun. Is it like a bang or a pop or a it's... skirt skirt? Da, 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 da. Okay, that's... Real quick, do you... Do you guys remember the early days of the App Store when everyone had those gun apps on their iPod? Oh, yeah. Hell, yes, dude. (laughs) That was like in my middle school classroom. People would get their phones taken away because of the middle of class. (laughs) Just fucking blow a shotgun. Jesus Christ. Oh, fuck, man. man. Doing that now has some fucking heavier repercussions right now. It feels different, yeah. I'm sure it was just as wrong then, but. Yeah, it was iPod touches, to be fair, at the time. So it was a much simpler time. Man, those were the days. Those were the days. Those were the days. Uh, also on the show today, Mr. Andrew Street. Cassidy, it's time we all bring back fedoras. It's, we got to take them back. I, I'm i down with that. I There's a there's a great picture of me in a fedora. Uh, the one time I visited New York City, I bought a fedora off of a street vendor and uh, wore it. I just want to say that it's time to reclaim the fedora with skulls on it mm. and it's it's fucking time we reclaim the button downs with flames on them did when did we lose those we need to reclaim them i feel like they've been <laughs> taken adopted by can we add bowling shirts to that so cassidy can be comfortable again i'm not really sure what a bowling shirt is and how it differs from a, like a there's button less down. buttons on it it's like a f- different feel if you look up like bowling league shirts, you'll you'll see what I'm talking about here. Yeah. I would They're say like the, very paneled. The, I would ahead, say the qualifier is a Hawaiian shirt without Hawaiian themes on it. But it's also a different material if it's mm. a good bowling shirt, right, Cass? I like <laughs> I own like two <laughs> bowling shirts. I'm not as much of a connoisseur as maybe I'd like to be. What about the Hawaiian shirts that just have like a mural of Dragon Ball Z characters or fucking WWE fighters? Like that—that that is maybe the epitome of the 2000s, right? Early 2000s, just extreme culture. Maybe some of the 90s too. Did you guys have kids in schools that wore those? We—I definitely had people who wore like generic, non-brand attached dragon t-shirts and like yeah, dragon okay. button downs yeah hell yeah that's the same the same concept for sure and i mean we i feel like fucking half of our school was wearing wrestling gear yeah that's weird wrestling wasn't big at our at our school ever it was always like fringe culture um i'm trying to think what was the what was the dominant like culture my school Introduce was Sam really like... quick so we can just get over this oh yeah what were you gonna say my school I was, was big into. My school, they were big into the uh, like Mossberg camo print shit. Mm. Mm. Okay, this is the Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. 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 I'm, I'm looking this up. Mossberg camo. 
rounding out the roster, Mr. Sam Atherton. Uh, you know what? I was going to say something about my big titty goth girlfriend lady. Because <laughs> like the, the, the skull fedora, but I forgot how to say it. And there it was. The interesting thing, I think in my school, the big thing was maybe just like skateboarding, but not skateboarding, like dressing like you skated, but definitely mm-hmm. not skateboarding. Mm-hmm. So like bands and like the high pull-up socks um, and like cargo shorts maybe and like a fucking Vans shirt. How many Thrasher tees did you own, Elmer? I actually never owned any Thrasher tees, but now as an adult, I... I definitely want to own some Thrasher tees because Thrasher tees kind of pretty sick most of the time. Yeah. If I'm being honest with you, I went through a, like a weekend phase where I thought I was gonna wear uh, extremely large like adult button downs, but leave them unbuttoned while I was skateboarding. Fuck yeah! With no dude. shirt underneath. Uh, and those were some dark times. Have your buddy skate behind you with the camcorder held real low. Oh yeah. Make Get a skate vid. On that. Oh Hell my god. Yeah. Andrew, next time we squat up, here's a proposition. I want to pitch an awkward pause production live on the air. Next time we all squat up, which next time should include Sammy, so we'll be five men deep if we invite Robert. I want you to fly with your skateboard, which is totally possible. You can do that. I love this already. I love this already. I'm in. And, And the five of us will produce, like, a fucking great, Music, uh, like a uh, skate video for you and you don't have to be good i just want you to actually give me what you can do and we'll we'll take care of the rest we'll make and, sure you look cool and we'll but be in the back is... with like tall boys in brown bags you know just oh, for yeah. the aesthetic we'll go to a fucking walmart parking lot grab a fucking shopping cart do some shit i want i want us as as uh you know quarter quarter aged men uh, with one friend that can kind of skateboard. We'll get some Goldfinger playing. We'll get some Sublime yeah. going. Fuck. Oh, this yeah. is like Viva La Awkward Pause over here. Oh, yeah, man. That's, I'm this, fucking that's in. That's exactly what I want this to be. Uh, this sounds incredible. I thought you were going to go with like a, we'll make an epically latered, like fucking interview style. I used to skateboard when I was young, but. That's also good. That could be, that could be the talking heads section. Like that could be, you know, the documentary. That's a great second option. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because it's we use the same footage of you skating around either way. So there's two two different cuts we can do depending on what we want to do. It's amazing to me that the they let you bring a skateboard as a carry-on. Yeah, I mean, if it's overhead, and if not, like, I mean, you could bring a guitar as a carry-on, which is what I've done. Um, and for that, like, what you hope is you hope to get there, like, just be an asshole and kind of sneak to the front of the line so you can have overhead space. But if that doesn't work, you just ask for the coat closet, and uh, they'll put it in there. I feel so. like you do a lot of damage with that. With a guitar and a skateboard and a coat closet? Like I don't think no, so. Swinging it around. No, I mean I'm pretty smart. No, I'm saying like if I wanted, like if I took my guitar or skateboard out and started swinging it around. That's what I'm saying, but I, I didn't do that because I'm pretty smart. No, but I'm saying that you if, could do it. As if a you wanted to cause some damage, you could do so with either a guitar or a skateboard. Run I mean, you could do FBI damage with so. insert anything Nintendo if you really Switch. want to. Yeah, tell me mm. I can't rob a plane with a Nintendo Switch. Maybe the Labo VR. <laughs> <laughs> Get in your big robot suit. <laughs> Freeze! Wait till they 
Wait till they arrest Robert when he's wearing his VR headset on the, uh, <laughs> the airplane because he was swinging his arms around. <laughs> he's going to just punch a fucking poor flight attendant in the face. Oh, it's going to be awful. He's not going to be punching in those games. You know what he's going to be doing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, did you buy any of the, uh, the classic skateboard videos? Uh, oh, yeah. When I was – I definitely bought DVDs from uh, Zoomies. Like in middle school, early high school, like uh, whatever the the Lakai one was with all the colors. Yeah, um, right. <clears throat> a lot of America, girl. a lot of America videos with like uh, Andrew Reynolds Ooh. and Spanky and uh, Jerry Sue. I definitely was like huge into those, but I, I like I. It's weird now. Like I pull those videos up, and I'm like, "Yeah, I can't sit here and watch this." <laughs> but back then, I like used to sit up all night and watch these videos. Really over and over again. Oh, so many times I would fucking watch them, and just like really try and recreate, and then like make those videos myself. But it never really worked out like that. No. I remember. Did you ever watch I... Jackass? Yeah, I like Jackass. Yeah. I think I like Jackass more like i i feel like everyone was into it in middle school and i never watched it in middle school yeah i, I think you you really appreciate you appreciate the slapstick of it in middle school but i think once you get older like you can really appreciate like this is kind of weird high art like in a fucked up way like it's a weird take on what was going on at the time and what was what was like allowed to be on television and in movies yeah, it's like a – I just remember ev- – I think we've talked about this before, but every single person, like, recreating jackass scenes. Like, every single person yeah. stole a fucking shopping cart at one point. Absolutely. How many shopping carts do you steal, Sam? I remember one time – I don't think we ever stole one, but a guy parked, like, a dick one time in a mire, and uh, we put two shopping carts in the back of his pickup truck because we didn't like in how the he back? was parked. Like, like, we put on, it, in like the, on it in the bed? In the bed of the, in the, bed of the pickup truck. Holy That's pretty shit. funny. That's funny, I agree, but that's dangerous because that that takes multiple seconds. So at any moment, you know. But I guess when you're a kid, you're like, I could outrun. Um, Yeah, we were in college. Oh. uh, (laughs) (laughs) But I would be so scared of doing that here in Missouri just because, I don't know, like maybe it's just in general me, but like if you drive a truck, I assume like there's something that you could hurt me with. You got a gun rack back there. Yeah. 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 Are you gonna get a gun rack on your new car? Yeah, my Toyota Prius. Yeah, I'm totally gonna get a fucking gun rack on the roof yeah. of that shit. <laughs> yeah. How's the hunt going? Uh, so I mean, I got. It's weird, man. I've been doing like the fucking. This this last month, man. Like I've I've. Uh, I just been I've been given the hardest tasks of you know that that occur in your quarter life situation right where like graduating from college finding a fucking job finding a new house getting a fucking driver's license and then getting insurance and all the other adult trials and tribulations that come with all these fucking horseshit things um and i finally got my driver's license uh i've been a, i've been a licensed driver for three days now um, wow. pr- pretty exciting. Oh, yeah. Um, it's crazy. You're welcome. It's crazy that it, <clears throat> I just got that. But uh, it's exciting. I got it. A day later, I got driver's insurance. That was hard. I spent fucking multiple hours on the phone with different companies trying to shop around. 
And then today I'm on my way with a friend of the show, Sam Osher, to go look at some cars. Now, is he going to buy one too, or is he there for moral support? He's there for moral support and also to drive me because he's mm. a great friend. What a guy. Yeah, he really is the fucking salt of the earth, man. Like, fucking one of the greatest people I've ever met. And uh, I'm so thankful to have him in my life. But, yeah, so that's how that process is going. Everything else is pretty much in. The, so, next week's episode, I won't be here. When you guys are recording it, I will be moving. I will be driving to Austin, Texas to move in with our partner in crime uh, on Gone Gold, Robert Mechie, which is going to just. It's going to be interesting. It's either going to ruin our friendship or strengthen it. Uh, it's either going to destroy the show or strengthen it. I don't know. Um, but then the week after that. I so hadn't actually considered the possibility that you guys would not get along as roommates. Yeah, not me neither. It's going to be fine. Like, I think my only my only concern is that I got to train Robert to be clean in the uh, cleaner. Not that he's not clean. But uh, I'm a I'm a prissy little fucking dude that likes things organized and cleaned. What does prissy mean? I feel like I use that word sometimes without knowing what it means. Uh, I don't even have my phone. I don't know. Thank you, thank you, Andrew. Um, uh, I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna say prissy is like delicate, uh, delicate, but then to the extreme, like a princess. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, or like a little deep. bit stuck up. All right. So the official documentary or documentary definition. Uh, The definition of a priss is a spoiled or uptight person who thinks they are too good for everyone or everything. An example of a priss is a girl who wears a party dress to a picnic and who refuses to get (laughs) dirty. That's according to yourdictionary.com. Okay. Mm. So I would have a dictionary. Oh, all right. Here the real definition. uh, Says it's the feminine form of prick. A what? delicate, superficial, plastic wannabe princess, and sometimes they can also be bitches, but that is not the case with all of them. Used in a sentence, that that baby cry over there is such a priss. That all sounds right. more like you. How is baby cry spelled? How many uh, eyes are in that? No eyes. It's just Fuck. baby space cry. <laughs> oh. So Come I feel on. like a spoiled is not maybe the right word for me, but... I would say delicate and detail oriented, for sure. Um, maybe maybe fussy. Fussy. I like fussy a little bit more, but I, I you know I don't throw I don't make fusses. I guess it's just like hey let's clean let's clean every now and then. Um, but no, besides that, I have no. I know it's gonna be nothing but good vibes with Robert uh, because we have lived together for like for a short amount of time, but uh, now we're both adults so. I imagine it's only fucking easier now that we're not fucking scrapping for a fucking hot pocket. Yeah, um, I mean, you have a driver's license now, so. Yeah, I can get the fuck away from him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's just been, it's been a very stressful month, and I and thank you to you guys for being so supportive and dealing with my bitching and moaning the last couple of weeks, but um, it's starting to finally, like, by some fucking miracle. And I feel like so many things in my life occur this way, and it's clearly a problem I need to resolve to make my life less miserable. But everything is lining up, like, at the last minute in good ways, and I'm getting good results. 
But, you know, like my last couple of classes, I had to like actually study and work hard because I had like kind of slacked off for a while. The driver's license at the last minute, I passed it on the last attempt. Um, I guess the job's the only thing I kind of had some foresight into preparing in advance for, but I'm a week out from, I'm less than a week out and I still don't have a car, you know? So I'm curious about how you're wrapping everything up. Like how many jobs did you have? Okay. So that that was easy. Um, I had one remote job, right? Where I worked for doing podcasts for that company in Dallas. Um, so I stopped, I got into like a fight with them. Uh, it was like, it was funny because it was in my head, it was like already the last job I was going to do for them. Um, but then I got into kind of a fight because they were lowballing me with like the price for something and kind of like misled me a little bit. I felt, I don't think it was malicious or anything, but I was just like, I'm not doing this. This is fucking stupid. So I use that as a perfect out. Um, so after that, I was just like, yeah, I'm done. Um, which I was going to be done anyways. And no, no burn bridges, like no bad vibes, but, um, I finished with them and then I quit my theater job at the beginning of this month or at the end of last month, I guess. Um, just to focus on graduating and all that other shit. And then, oh, and I'm still working my translating job. Technically I told them my last day would be like Wednesday, maybe. Um, and I only have one project. I've had one project all month that I've just been slowly. They wanted me to like design a brochure for them. So I've just been taking my fucking sweet ass time doing that. Um, so yeah, those ends have were wrapped up pretty easily and pretty neatly. Um, it was weird from that translating job. They got me like a little gift bag and like a thank you note, uh, for my service, um, signed by like everyone in the department and stuff. And when they wrote it down, it's like, I, I was like, holy shit, this is weird. I was there for three plus years. Which makes me the longest employee, like out of everyone above me too. Like that's why, like at the end, like the last year, I was like part of the hiring process, even though I was a fucking student and like um, training people and fucking people above me were like, "What the fuck do we do in this in X, Y, and Z situation?" Um, so that was kind of a weird thing where I never stopped to think how long I had been there. But yeah, they were really nice. They got me like uh, they got me a portable charger, a nice old thermos um some other awesome chocolate some other bullshit it was really sweet of them Uh, milk chocolate or dark chocolate oh it was let me tell you it was sea salt milk Mm. chocolate with Mm. caramel Mm. i was like wow it was like that expensive you know shit you know Cass. that that sea salt caramel is fucking everywhere now dude yeah i'm into it i'm into it um but yeah so Things are wrapping up in that sense. I've already spoken to my landlord. I got to make an appointment for next week for him to come and inspect the apartment to make sure I didn't fucking destroy it, which I didn't. So that shouldn't be a problem. Um, And then yesterday I spent all day packing. Um, So my goal this weekend is to basically have everything packed except for this computer desk so I can do Gone Gold on Wednesday and my TV and Apple TV for so I can fall asleep. Um, but I've packed up almost everything else. Um, almost all my clothes is done. It's very exciting. It's starting to happen. And I'm moving everything to the living room. Uh, my roommate right now is not in town. He's, he's back home. So luckily I can just be an animal in the living room. Um, but I'm basically trying to remove everything out of this room that I can. So I can, you know, vacuum and clean it before I turn it over to the landlord. Um, but yeah, things are happening. So it's, it's kind of nuts. I, I cannot uh, wait, 
but at the same time, I am very, very scared. Now, has Robert started packing? Oh, of course not. You fucking <laughs> out of your mind if you think Robert started packing. I actually, uh, uh, I also just bought a new bed. Uh, have you guys heard of Purple Mattress? I did that. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's what I want to get. Yeah. They sold me on it, dude. When they, they were talking about all the science and shit in their videos, I was like, damn, I got to do this. Yeah, <laughs> um, science. I mean, was can't argue with test? that. Yeah, the egg test. They did the egg test. You were like, fuck, that's what I want to sleep Cassidy, on. Cassidy, have you seen the egg test video? Walk me through it. Because right. I can think of two different kinds of egg tests. So Let me tell you, neither of them is what I'm about to tell you, for sure. Okay, I'm ready. All right, so we got... And this is not an ad for Purple Mattress, but if they want to fucking sponsor the show, please. Um, so they have the mattress out in a laboratory floor, right? Right. And uh, directly above it, hanging from the ceiling, there's a man hanging like chest facing the ceiling. So he's wearing like a kind of like a bungee strap and he's hanging like, you know, eight feet above the bed, let's say. All right. Okay. Are you with me? Yes. Chest facing the ceiling. Yeah. So his so okay. when he back down falls yep. back would hit the the, the yes. The okay. Bed. Yep. 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 Now they hook on. I'm not sure how they did it. Like how they got him to stick, but they have the science eggs, is very complicated. Yeah, they have eggs strapped to his like along his spine, like five eggs. Oh. Okay. So the eggs are dangling, right? Uh-huh. And then a scientist in a lab coat with goggles comes out and pushes a button. Uh-huh. And the man fucking drops onto the bed, rolls over, eggs uncracked. Now, what they didn't show you is that in one of the bloopers, he drops on a Casper mattress, breaks his neck. The guy's dead forever. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm, but he does drop I'm on a Casper mattress. silence over here. Yeah, he they actually also... <clears throat> drop him on a Casper mattress, and he crushes the eggs. Of course he does. Yeah. How do yeah. you not? They also it's the memory one phone. where it's like they lay a fuck ton of eggs out on the purple mattress, and then they drop the this thick, gigantic sheet of glass from the ceiling onto the mattress, and it doesn't crush the eggs. You tell me that's not going to be great to sleep on. Wow. I'm yeah. so, I am sort of blown away. I thought, okay, there's no way that it's going to be some <laughs> fucking revolutionary egg test. We all know what an egg test is, you know. It's, oh my god. Yeah. So I mean, when I saw that video, and then I saw it at the head of Memorial Day sale, I was like, fuck me, I gotta do it. Purple mattress, you done changed the game, homie. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. So I I got that shipped. It should have arrived yesterday, actually, um, to Robert's brother's house. Uh, not friend of the show, but he's a cool dude, Dylan. Um, and he has a truck and he's going to help Robert move on Saturday. So he's bringing my purple mattress. Very nice. Um, it's gotta yeah. be heavy. I've, I've held a purple pillow mm -hmm. and that shit weighs a fuck ton. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. They're in those little tubes and it's, I'm sure it's heavy cause they're compact, but I mean that that's actually, I feel like as exciting as actually having a new bed is I'm going to open that shit and I will record it for you guys and send it. Cause yeah, no. give us an unboxing. I've done that. It's fun. What I, I did the I did the uh, bed delivery. Mm, okay. Was and, it, uh, how long did it have to like breathe for before you could actually use it? Um, I mean, I pro we probably opened it at like midday, and it was ready for the evening. Oh, okay. I thought it was gonna be like a, 
a longer mm-hmm. uh, a longer time. Okay, so I'm gonna be able to sleep on it that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should be. Man, that's crazy, right? Like that is up there with some of the most unfathomable technology. Like, <laughs> like it, it really is one I of can, those. I can sort of fathom things. that one. <laughs> well, I mean, Just yeah, it's fathomable because we see it, but it is like. Do you remember the first time you you heard a Casper ad or saw a commercial and you're like, what? What? I told my mom about it. My mom who works for like a chain of uh, furniture stores as like in the financing department, like, and I was telling her about it and she was, I was like, have you ever heard of this brand? Like, cause you know, she, they sell mattresses and shit there. Uh, so, um, and she's like, no, I've never heard of that. And I was like, have you ever heard of Casper? And she was like, no, no. And I was like, well, of course they haven't heard of those. Right. Cause why would they work with them? Um, and then I sent her a video and she like her fucking reality was shattered. This woman who's fucking been, you know, financing mattresses to people for fucking decades. Uh, just saw the change in game. So that'll be exciting. But uh, yeah, man, fucking end of an era it, yeah. and beginning of a new one. Um, and it's it's scary. And you'll never see Columbia, Missouri again. No, I'll probably see it like 30 days after I fucking okay. to Austin. Yeah. Well, maybe How far not. of a drive is it? Uh, it's about 11 hours, 12 hours. Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah. That's not it's the about... number I was expecting. Yeah, it's pretty far. Texas uh, is and fucking the... huge. That's the thing. Most of it is fucking Texas, which is hilarious. Because um, I think it's only like eight hours to Dallas. Um, and then a Jesus bunch Christ, a man. I was, yeah. I was way off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So right now the plan is to leave on Friday um, in the afternoon, drive three hours to Springfield, Missouri, which is on the way, and that's where friend of you guys, but not friend of the show because our listeners don't know him, Ethan lives. Ethan and his lovely girlfriend, are uh, they have a house out there. Um, so Lex and I are going to like you know spend the night there, have a little double date with them. It'll be awesome. Um, and then the next day we'll only have to do like seven hours. Um, and then between her and I, like if we split it in like three hours and then one of us is four, like I'm not really, we got, we both like podcasts. It'll be fine. She's never listened to serial, the original season. Oh, so I'm thinking about maybe like marathoning through that. Cause I've heard, I've listened to it, but like, I'm sure like, I remember being good enough to warrant a second listen. I, uh, along those same lines, I have a podcast recommendation, uh, please called fuck me. Uh, finding Drago. It's like the same idea where there's like a central mystery and, uh, the season is like about unwrapping and uncovering it. You'll know if you're into it by the first episode or not. Is it if you don't like the first episode, move on. One more time. Nonfiction or fiction? It is nonfiction. Oh, okay. <clears throat> what did you say it was but called? It, but it, it's called Finding Drago. Drago. Okay. Yeah. It's like a lot less serious than serial. It's about like finding the author of this book about the villain from Rocky four that has like all these weird circumstances around it. Okay. I mean, yeah. Um, I it was wrote fun. it down. So okay. I know that I took that recommendation. seriously. Okay. Thank you. Um, but yeah, that's been my life the last couple of days and that will be my life the next couple of days as well. Um, so we'll see, man. We'll see what the fuck happens. It's wild out here. It is. Very wild, and I do not recommend waiting until you're 22 to learn how to drive. Um, it really tested my relationship with my girlfriend. Like, God fucking bless her. Um, but, Jesus Christ, like, it is it is a tough ordeal. 
learning to drive once you're fucking both a stubborn adults. But also mm. easier because a lot of it, I was like, okay, well, that just makes fucking sense. You know? So in a weird way, like, the actual driving part was easier. But it was testing her, like, patience because she was like, you're, you're fucking an adult. Why can you not do this that well? And then I was like, well, I've never done this. And then she was like, well, I think you should do this. I was like, well, the handbook says this. And, you know, it's just fucking Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Who taught you to drive, Sam? Uh, his name was, fuck, he was my neighbor. Uh, I don't remember his name. Uh, but it was me at my first day of drive. 15, 15 years old in like six months or whatever it was in Michigan. It was me and this kid, Morgan Musser. And uh, I was nervous as shit. And Morgan Musser was not nervous. And he like fucking rolled the windows down. And he had one hand on the steering wheel and one hand like one elbow out the window and he's fucking cruising and uh the guy was like you need to put both hands on the wheel right now and yeah. uh yeah and did you what tell was that the story that one-handed story on the show or personally to us i can't remember i think it's worth telling either way uh, i can't remember so okay robert and his uh girlfriend aj listen to the show so they'll hear it but basically uh, not my, not Robert Mackey, not not no, Robert. Robert, my friend, growing up, uh, and <laughs> G- so we Gavish. worked at a uh, summer camp together. And he came late that day because he was taking his driving test in the morning. And when he showed up, we were all like, "Oh, like, did you drive here? You got your license finally?" And uh, he was like a little coy about it because uh, he had failed the test because he the he drove the whole entire course with one hand. Uh, and the driving instructor let him drive the whole test, didn't fail him, let him go the whole test driving, you know, like one hand on the steering wheel, and handed him the failure slip and told him that you have to get your license before you can drive like a rock star. (laughs) I think that is such a fucking power move to let him go through the entire test, man. You sit through this whole 30-minute examination knowing from second one you're going to fail this kid. Ugh. Was, was Sam and uh, Robert, I mean Robert, fucking Andrew and Cass, for your drivers, I want to hear uh, Andrew and Cass's driving learning experiences too. But for your courses, was it just driving through like the DMV area plus like a neighborhood or something? Or was it in like a parking lot? Mine was cones. in the, the DMV parking lot had like um, little like lanes and stop signs set up and yield signs so that you can like you're supposed to like demonstrate that you know what the signs mean but you didn't have to go into traffic no not at all that is fucking ridiculous yeah no what are they even testing then they test that and honestly it's fucking insane because i i know of multiple people that have failed the test because they blow through stop signs and they'll they put they put you on like a car double dare course yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like literally, it's a course. And do you know if you, you could technically, when the DMV is closed, like go and practice the course. Um, so basically, oh it starts, God. you pull out, and then there's, and this is where everyone fails is that as soon as you start the test, they tell you to go straight, and everyone blows through the stop sign. Like there's immediately a stop sign right there. You're supposed to stop. And then basically, you just like go around the parking lot, you yield at one point, you do a stop sign, then. They pull you into this cone area, and they're like, okay, parallel park into this spot. Um, And then once you parallel park, they're like, okay, uh, 
pull out of the spot. Like make sure, and they're like watching to make sure you use your blinker. And then once you pull out of the spot, they're like, okay, I need you to reverse 50 feet, but you have to use a mixture of your mirrors and looking behind you and you can't use a backup camera. And so then you do that and then you like drive a little bit more and then like you do a K turn. She's like, okay, K turn out of here. Do that. What the and fuck's then you're a like, K turn? Yeah. What the fuck is a K turn? You guys have never K turned? I mean, maybe we have, but I don't know what that, what it is by that so name. A, a K turn would be like, um, like you drive straight and then you like back up, drive straight and then like go that way. And it, you form a K with your turn. Go the reverse way. It's a three-point three three Okay. Three-point Yeah, three-point yeah, turn. Okay. 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 That's just a different yeah. name for it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yo, um, for real, though, you guys got to fucking fix your state, man. What is yeah, going on is, over there? That is problematic, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Because I feel like the biggest test that, I don't know, that I felt during my experience was testing, like, how safe do you feel on the road? How in control and at peace do you feel in a live situation because like even my parallel parking was on a live road like they mm-hmm. use cone like they block out three spaces so you're not hitting anything and there's cones but like to get into it you have to deal with real traffic so i think it's all based on which dmv you go to like mine didn't but i've heard stories that like some of the dmvs that are in like nork or uh like jersey city like the ones that are in like more city areas require there's no space there's no like gigantic parking lot where they can set up a course mm-hmm. you have to do That's it on the on nuts. the streets but um i mean it would explain a lot like if when you guys eventually come here and we drive to atlantic city like you'll see new jersey drivers are fucking insane like absolutely insane like i've never seen people like literally try to kill you to get two <laughs> two cars ahead of you and then, like, you'll pass them later, and they're just so mad at you. Like, they'll lay on their horn, flip you off, like, what the fuck? Like, super aggressive. Oh, my God. How yeah, we often are you using the... your middle finger in the car? Uh, not often. I usually hit people with a, like, yeah, or, or, yeah. or a clap. Throw your hands like, up. Like, you almost you killed You clapped at them? Well, if, if they get, like, like, if they're almost killing people to get one car ahead of me or like to yes, get in front dude. of me when there's all this traffic i'm just like let the passive aggression throat flow through you man that's i good. love that that is a good move i like that the one. slow clap yeah i gotta get better about it because i feel like i get mad sometimes like well yeah. like melissa and i'll be driving i'm like this motherfucker's really gonna try and cut us off right now to like we're all sitting in traffic he's gonna go around everybody i'm right there with you man yeah I mean, it fires this... me up, and it, it like it doesn't fucking matter. Who cares? Let it the guy not. go, whatever. But man, in the moment, you cannot talk me down off that ledge. Even like, just this motherfucker. Like, even while I was practicing, I just kept saying things like, "This motherfucker better have a pregnant wife in his fucking car that's about to give birth." <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I hope you're driving to the hospital. Yeah, and maybe it's also because like I'm obviously still a very defensive and thoughtful driver i guess and i'm not sucking my own dick i'm just saying like because it's so new to me right i'm not like passively doing it but people are fucking crazy and like i kept looking while i was learning and i was like how the fuck do i not have a license how did i fail the test two times and these motherfuckers out here have driver's license oh because they fucking 
Probably went to a DMV that just tested them in a fucking lot or some <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> I oh, was man. terrified the day of my test because I was in high I was a you know junior in high school when I took my test. Um, and I did was, you guys like, do driver's ed? Yeah, but okay. we didn't drive during driver's ed. Oh really? What? Yeah, us either. We had Wait, like what? We, we drove did? like every week for like eight weeks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we Driver, didn't do that. Driver's Ed was a marking period of gym class for us. Like, instead of doing health class our sophomore year or junior year or whatever, they would do Driver's Ed. And basically, you would look at, you would like go through the book. Like, we have a DMV book. Yeah. And then I didn't go through school test. either. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I was at some external place that just yeah, did so Driver's Ed. Once, so here's how it works in. It's, it's sort of weird in New Jersey, I guess, then, because you take your test through the education system, through the state. Same. Yeah, so wow. it's the exact same in Fuck. California. Wow. And you have to pass the test they give you, and they give you a piece of paper that then you can, like, exchange at the DMV for your permit. And then once you get your permit, you don't have to do this, but it expedites the time to get your license and it lowers your insurance if you go to an external driving school mm-hmm. and they do like the road experience. So then he takes you out and teaches you at a parallel park. He brings you on the highway, like teaches you all the rules and stuff. And then that's supposed to prepare you for the test. And then mm-hmm. you take the test. But then did you guys have to get like provisional licenses? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I had to just get, I mean, oh, wait, no, 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 no. I had well, driving... to do that when you're a teen. Yeah. Where you can't drive with other teens, like, technically, right? And, like, yeah. you're oh. not allowed to, like, drive after, like, 10 p.m. or something. Um, but yeah, It was the same was license easy. for us, though. Yeah, it's just, like, I think you... Well, actually, I guess that's not that's not true. It was printed in a different... Uh, it's printed vertically, right? Yeah, Instead right. of horizontally. That's how it but was I think, for us. Anyway. I think once you're 18, though, even with that license, it works as a regular license. Now. For sure, for sure, yeah. for sure. I think the but vertical are, licenses are for people who are under 21. It, it's is that what it is? State, though, though. It's all stupid mm-hmm. now. Like, they're all... Mm-hmm. That's why they're trying to do this real ID thing. Have you guys heard of this shit? Oh, yeah. It's like, so fucking lame. I think yeah. so, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I have like, to bring like, my passport IDs. on, like, every flight now, right? Soon. I think it's in a couple of months. Like, only you're, for That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it depends only on the state you're in. It's like, it's so stupid. It's Missouri's one of them. We're like, yeah, New good. Jersey's one, too. Yeah, but I mean, once I get to Texas, like, I need to surrender my Missouri ID and get a new ID, so. Whatever. But, yeah, ours was the same thing. We're like, we had health one semester of freshman year, and then the second semester, you would have driver's ed or vice versa. And to pass, you got a grade in that class. And to pass, like, the final for that class was passing your driver's test. So, like, if you didn't pass it, like, you would fail the fucking class, basically. Um and it was just we went through the fucking DMV book, and then the same thing. You take that paper to the fucking DMV, um, but I just stopped there. That hot car well, just... sound was from my side. I'm sorry. That's all right. There's like a fucking <clears throat> Black Hawk down chopper flying above me right now. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna go close my window. We did we did bowling in my high school. Yeah. Are we? Now, wait, see... are we... Go ahead. Are, are we are we pausing? I'm confused. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, we did. Uh, we did bowling in my high school. We set up lanes in the gym, and uh, I think for the final week we took a field trip to the old Royal Scott, and we got to go bowling. 
that's crazy that they they did that. I, we had um, a whole like outside driver's ed school. I went to like Big Al's driving school, and it was totally disconnected from our school system. Had absolutely fucking nothing to do with them. Right. And, that, and that's they, they that's took us thing. out, and we like went on drives and shit. All I could think about is Agent Cody Banks for that type of shit. Yeah, like when he does the the driving test in school, and I'm like, I remember He's seeing that drifting. and being like, they must only do that in California. Yeah, I saw that. I, that must be the movie I'm thinking of too, because I was about to say that's a movie thing. But I definitely rewatched Agent Cody Banks and Agent Cody Banks Two: Secret of London or whatever the fuck. Uh, I hope that's it. I hope the subtitle is Secret <laughs> it's of with London. The, what's his name from Blackish? Uh, Anthony a- a- Anderson. Oh, Lizzie uh, McGuire. Yeah, he also has that show on uh, Animal Planet where he interviews animals. Oh, Kangaroo Jack. Uh, that's the guy. But he also has a talk show I recommend everyone looking up on uh, Animal Planet. I thought that was Snoop Dogg. No, Snoop Dogg's with Martha Stewart on the, uh, like, TLC or some shit. Or maybe it's the Food Mm. Network, I don't know. I don't remember being nervous to take my driver's test, but I remember when my driving instructor said, okay, let's go ahead and try the highway. And getting on the freeway for the first time, being like, ooh. Uh, wow, that's, they're, that's they're like going the awful fast. For me. <laughs> so, I don't know why. I was more, I'm was i more scared on the street. You're ready to die. That's why. I well, I don't trust people. On the highway, at least I'm going fast enough <laughs> where, like, if someone is being dumb, theoretically, more chances to get out of the way. But on the street, I just feel so trapped, you know? Fucking I don't cars think that's how cars that, work, Doc. It's definitely not how it works, but I'm just telling you how my broken brain comprehends the situation um so yeah, i i phoned a friend miss miss sandy atherton and the, uh, the driving the instructor show. uh bob elliott uh who <laughs> who slapped old morgan musser's hand when he was driving one-handed yeah we uh we went through cnc driving school and then the one thing that i remember is so we had driving class and then also like we had to sit in a classroom and one of the one of the lessons was on road rage, and we <laughs> we learned about this story about this guy in Michigan who got some road rage, and made another car pull over, and the guy in the other car pulled out a crossbow, yes. killed the guy. <laughs> they told us this when we were sixteen. Cautionary tale, man. This could happen to you. This could happen. Yeah, I mean, to you. you just if you think you're the crazy one, that's the moral of the story, right? Like, if you think you're the crazy one. Always be aware that there is someone out there in this world crazier than you, and you never know who that person is. So always live life, you know, not so aggro, I guess. (laughs) And statistically, 50% of Michigan drivers do carry a crossbow. So you have to really be careful there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. You you should mount crossbows to your car when you move back, Sam. Mm. That'd be pretty effective. That's the fucking move. Watch out, Tywin Lannister. Sorry, spoilers for Game of Thrones. Oh, whatever. My driving instructor cried in class one time. Break oh. it down for me. Um, it was, it's. I mean, it's kind of serious, I guess. Uh, it was his his plea about please don't drink and drive, and like please call me if you need a ride, and like please do anything to not get in the car when you're too drunk to drive. And he like broke down and cried. That's beautiful. I mean, it was that, it was a very nice sentiment. I believed him. He seemed very genuine. I wonder Mr. if this is Big everyone Al. who eventually drinks and drives. But I feel so in my fucking 
just in my core being, I know for a fact that's not something I'm trying to ever do. You know, mm. like I like I to the point where I I can't try and even like understand why you would like think you could pull it off. Where I'm just like I just know like the, the how it hurts to walk sometimes when I'm if I'm too drunk. Like I'm not gonna <laughs> be able to fucking drive. But you know, just yeah, definitely don't do that. That's got to be top three uh, most selfish, shitty things you could do in this planet. Yeah, top do not three. do. Andy, you're looking bronze. Yeah, you're looking like you've been getting some DUIs. So fucking Fabio ass looking dude over here. Took a trip to the sun. Got some how was sunburn. it, man? It was great, dude. All your pictures look great. Uh, yeah, I went to Cancun, Mexico. Uh, I've never left the country before. This is the first time. It was exciting. Fuck, dude. And happy belated birthday. Thank you. It was a good time. I was down there. F- we were celebrating most graduation. It also happened to be my birthday while we were there. Um, we stayed at like a resort. It was cool. We've never done anything like that. So it was like neat to try it out. What'd you um, think? How was the experience? The all-inclusive? Um, It was good and weird. I We were like worried about doing it because we're not like, it's not really like, it didn't seem like it would be our thing. We like to go places, travel around, see, like, the actual place. Whereas mm-hmm, when you go mm-hmm. to the resort, you don't really see the area. It's a totally different kind of vacation. Yeah, for and sure. I think we struggled with that. Like, the first few days, uh, we, like, sat by the beach and, like, drank and ate, went in the pool, like, hung out and relaxed. And so by the second day, we were like, so do we just relax? more like it was hard for us we're getting getting kind of antsy yeah it's like sh- should we go do something like should we find like a, like a thing to go do should we go snorkeling should we go like out on the boat ride go to the island whatever um did you bring your switch i did okay for the plane i didn't play it once when i was at the resort okay um just because i would be like i, di- I wouldn't bring it down to like by the pool with me because i would be worried you don't about- trust those kids doing cannonballs in the pool <laughs> I would be like have to because even my phone like I was like I'm gonna leave my phone here, and someone could take it, but like, will they? But I'd be more upset if someone took my switch. Sure. Okay. Um, that sweet sweet save data. Oh yeah. How am I ever gonna get my Splatoon data back? Mm-hmm. Um, but it was nice. Like I mean, honestly, I feel like obviously we were in Cancun, so I can't speak to any of other parts of Mexico. But everything we like driving from the airport, going out because we left the resort a couple times. Everything was super nice. Everyone we met was super nice. Most people spoke English, but anyone that didn't was, like, pretty understanding and kind of, like, spoke slow so, like, Melissa could understand them. Um, And then we went to the island off of Cancun. It's, like, uh, Mujeres or something like that. That was pretty neat. Uh, We swam with dolphins. We went deep-sea snorkeling. How was swimming with dolphins? It was interesting. I didn't really know what to expect from that. Um... They, like, are like, yeah, you're going to ride the dolphin. And so they, like, put you in the pool, and uh, the dolphins, like, fucking carry you around. Wow, just call them fucking Moana over here. Dude, they, like, at one point, they're like, all right, <laughs> lay on this boogie board in the in the ocean. And I'm like, okay. And so I lay there, and they're like, just hold on. Keep your legs fully, <sighs> like, stretched out. And then two dolphins came behind me and picked me up from my feet. And then, like, held me in the air and fucking, like, swam forward. Are you a fucking... Are you at SeaWorld? Holy shit. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is going on? 
It was crazy. Fuck, dude. That's amazing. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it was cool. And then, like, you know, the... Do you have pictures of this? I have some. Um, the, I saw a picture yesterday of Andrew, I think, kissing a dolphin. And yeah. the look on his face was just, like, pure joy. It was so <laughs> cool. Oh, I need to see this. Where is this? Um, it's on Facebook, probably. Most I'll pull it up. It. Um, the, it, it was awesome. Like, you know, they... So it's basically a sanctuary... Um, they like rescue and raise dolphins and then they like also have manatees, stingrays and all that kind of stuff. And they're, what they do is like, the guy was telling us that like these manatees and these stingrays will get like hit by the propellers of, um, boats and like, they'll like go out and fucking rescue them, bring them here. Um, but they like taught everything knew how to do tricks. Like the dolphin was like fucking, it would come up high five people. They were super sassy. There was baby dolphins. And they're like, yo, don't touch the baby dolphins because the mother, like the mothers, will get pissed. And like they're doing backflips and giving hugs. They dance with you and everything. And then they make the the classic dolphin noise. Oh, gotta love it. It it was a good time. Wait, um, what's that classic dolphin noise, Andy? Can you give it to us? I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's offensive. <clears throat> um, what was the uh? What was the demographic of other people at the resort? Uh. Honestly, I expected it to all be, like, old white people. Like, I that I don't yeah. know why, but, Cancun's like... Cancun's pretty hip, though. Like, yeah. I imagine there's a lot of young people. So... Were, were you guys, like, mostly the youngest ones there, though? No, not at all. I would oh, say okay. a lot of people our age. And it's a like lot, summertime, too. Yeah, and I guess so. very, yeah. like, um, like, ethnically diverse. Like, it wasn't all white people. That was a big thing. Tell me more about this, Andrew. We got, like, into a, a, not an argument, but I was, like, kind of, because once we decided on it, I was like, I still don't know. Like, is it going to be lame? Like, is this a thing that old white people do? Go to, like, Mm -hmm. all-inclusive resorts and, like, go places and then don't see the actual, like, place? Um, But, no, it was was really cool. And there was, like, the all-inclusive part of it is kind of neat. Like, the food was fine. Like, there's, like, five restaurants that are included, and you go to them and order and stuff. Um, and they were just okay, but, you know, sitting by the pool and, like, the fact that you can just order, like, 100 drinks at once and then just, like, sit there all day. And oh, wow. So it was inclusive in that sense, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, in, oh, you, wow. in the morning, we would be like, can you br-? – like, they would bring over an ice bucket filled with beers, and, like, we would keep that by our chair all day, and they would just refill it constantly, and then they'd come over and be like, do you want any, like – cocktails or any food oh my god see Um, i am i'm thinking about basically copying your entire trip in like a year basically mm -hmm. for when my uh girlfriend graduates um and and this seems like the right move because i'm with you too generally on the whole how you want to travel right but this trip was for chilling out yeah Right. Like if that's the goal, like if you're someone that says, like, I'm going to go see Mexico and you go to fucking an all inclusive resort, like you're probably doing it wrong. Yeah, you missed the mark there. Right. But if the goal is to, like, do nothing, then I don't think there's anything to to fucking worry about on that end. Now, I've been to Mexico myriads of times or I think it's myriad. You can't say that word plurally. It already means plural. Myriad of times. All right, make your stand. Um, I love it. I got no 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 hot take. Um, but what make I was gonna say is your last stand, Mister Myriad. Oh my god. 
Um, but I, uh, money, American money stretches pretty well in yes. uh, most foreign countries, specifically the ones close to us. Um, how, uh, how was that? Did you feel that in a resort setting as well? Yeah. So honestly, like I wasn't super worried about any of this, but there was a little bit of anxiety. Like we had never, <clears throat> neither of us had been out of the country really. And so like, you know, we did, we read up just like what we should be doing. And, um, I'm also just always extremely anxious about like offending or fucking something up and like doing something like I shouldn't be doing, but everything was super easy. Like we, uh, we didn't exchange anything before we went. Uh, I went okay. to my bank and tried to exchange and they were like, Oh, it's going to take a couple weeks. And I was like, fuck it. I'll just like the exchange rate may, might be a little bit worse, but like the resort so just take dollars. Yeah. That's the thing. everywhere in Mexico, everywhere for the really? most part. Yeah. Took, took mm-hmm. American dollars. Yeah. Um, yeah. You just have to know, like the math is super easy. Cause the conversion rate is usually, it changes pretty often now, but it's usually like, it, there's no like 0.5 or 0.3 or whatever. Like, It'll be like 12 to 1 or something, right? And that money still talks down there, right? I mean, the whole basis yeah. of money is just like everyone sort of agrees it's worth something. and Yeah. Right. And But, I mean, the, just like for when you get changed back, just to – I mean, if you're at a resort, you don't have to be worried about getting ripped off or something. But Yeah. But, it, yeah, like it's it, it's so easy because everywhere I've ever been in Mexico, dollar is not a problem. Yeah. I mean, there was some places that had signs like we prefer pesos or like mm-hmm. the ferry was pesos only – um, but you could use your credit card and it would just <coughs> automatically convert it. Right. Yeah. Um, but there was, so like we, I used an ATM twice to get, and that gave me pesos. Um, and then we, cause when we went to the Island, so everyone hyped up the Island as like, you can wander the Island and there's like all these little shops and the water is a lot prettier and you know, it's, it's like a bit more lively. There's like, you know, bars everywhere. And so when we got there, we walked around, we went to the beach and that was super nice. And then we kind of just like walked down like these really tiny alleyways and like went into all these shops. And, you know, like, I don't know what I was expecting because it is a tourist destination, but like the shop, every shop was like, it just reminded me of being like at the shore. Like every shop is selling like really cheap, like mass produced, what like, someone in the middle of nowhere in like Alabama thinks maybe uh cerveza por favor yeah like yeah. <laughs> I mean the amount of stores selling tiki masks with like the Green Bay Packers logo on them oh, I was no, like wow dude. this is really what they know we yeah. want that's oh incredible. No. Yeah. and you know it's there because it fucking sells yeah which um, is like the commentary is not on them it's on us <laughs> and so like I gotta give props to uh, you know, all the, the people, country of Mexico. Yeah. All these people running the stores <laughs> in Mexico, like they are trying to fucking sell. Like yep. I think every time we went somewhere, like somebody was trying to sell us something sometimes a bit more shadier than others. Like when you go to the dock to leave for the dolphin thing, you can see the dock that's like marked for the dolphin, like boat in the distance. But before you get there, you pass these other little shops that are like, Hey, uh, can I see your sunblock? Like if your sunblock sunblock doesn't have if it isn't all organic you can't wear it in the dolphins can I see it because if you if I'll let you know if it is and if it isn't you can buy sunblock here fifteen dollars a bottle 
Oh, and damn. Then, then you'll be set. He was like, don't – like, if you get there with the bad sunblock, they won't let you swim. And we were like, no, like, we're good. And then we got there, and it's like they don't even bring that up. Like, it was obviously just like a – you know, it's like mm. someone's trying to fucking – You got to respect Trying to hustle like, you. Yeah, I mean, the hustle is real. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and it's a weird yeah. thing where, like, if you fall for it, you can't even be mad. No. Right? Like, you got to just – because there are people that will get mad, but I think you're, those people are in the wrong, right? Like, you got to eat crow in that moment and be like, this is... I got hustled. I got hustled. You got to respect it, man. I always... And I, I always just love those situations where you're just like, this is... this is, this is Like, you know, this going to be what I'm going to be doing today when I'm buying cars. Just like, who could out-hustle who, basically? Yeah. Um, and got to walk away sometimes. Like, and then, you know, to go back to the, the resort aspect, like, everyone working there, like is extremely pleasant, extremely friendly. Like that's their job to be that. But I, I think there was like an air of, at first we were like caught off guard by like how hard they like wait on you. Yeah. Like the ev- white guilt is tremendous. Yeah, man. I, I want to say that it, it is a hundred percent real. And it would, even if we were in America, I feel weird about uh, those type of like situations where someone is like waiting on you hand mm-hmm. and foot. But like, you know, they would bring over something and you'd be like, oh, thank you. And they're like, no, sir, please. No, thank you. It's my <laughs> pleasure to serve you. Yeah. It's like, like fucking oh. Chick-fil-A. What the, where the fuck you at? I was like, oh, I no, I was like, no, please. Thank you so much for bringing this over. Um, like we, we would do the thing where, you know, we come down to the pool in the morning and like we would see the same guy over and over. Yep. And so he would like greet us. He was like, oh, you know, welcome back. You know, how's it going? And And we would have the conversations of like. Do you think Ramon actually likes us, or is it just a fucking bullshit act? Are we just as bad as every other fucking white American here? Yeah, and that's – so we – like I said, there was a bunch of restaurants you could go to as part of the all-inclusive, and they were all fine. I think we preferred – it's funny enough, like, the the one that was probably had the most enjoyable food was the Italian restaurant. Surprisingly, it's kind of weird. Classic. Um, <laughs> the Italian restaurant in the fucking Mexican well, resort. Like, the, I just love I love that image. Yeah. That is that is the world. It's Italian, it's beautiful. Japanese, Mexican, steak, and then there's a buffet. And yeah. so they're all like... Why wouldn't there be? All yeah. varying in quality. Um, but the Italian one, we went to twice because we had to... The one day we were going to go to a different restaurant, it was closed... Uh, and so we went on my birthday and we got this, our waiter was like, basically the, I don't know. I thought he looked like George Clooney. He was super suave and super like fucking friendly. And when Melissa told him it was my birthday. And so he was like, Oh no. Uh, he was like, you know what? Congratulations. He was like, don't even, I'm not even going to bring you out a dessert menu. He was like, I'm just going to bring you something out. So Did you come, know she was going to tell him it was your birthday? Because he came over and he was like, oh, you guys are out here. Like, honeymoon? Are you celebrating? No, and I was like, oh, okay. it's her graduation. And she was like, no, it's actually his birthday. Oh, no. Your and, worst uh, nightmare. I love that Cassie <laughs> and I both said, oh, no. Yeah. Like, the yeah. moment you said it. Whereas Sam definitely was like an oh, yeah, internally. Because <laughs> you were trying oh, to I deflect. Was. You're like, fuck we're yeah. here for Melissa's graduation. And then she's like, no, no, no. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah. fuck me. I straight up lied at restaurants. <laughs> yeah. Like when we, we've gone to nicer places for like my birthday or something. And I've been like, no, no special occasion. So I'm thankfully, just that much of a fucking baller. Thankfully, this guy, like this. Uh, didn't he didn't sing or anything. He brought out this cart 
and he made like this chocolate lava cake in front of us using like all of these different liqueurs and lighting it on fire and stuff and it was super nice um but like we went back again and he was like oh my god you guys are back like come here meet then he was like wait i want you to meet the chef brings the chef out and is <laughs> talking to us and like we weren't celebrating any of this thing this day and he was like again please do not look at the dessert menu i will bring you something special out <laughs> and he like brought us out this thing he was super fucking nice it was a great time that's um, fucking that's so awesome, awesome. Man. i love that yeah he now, was super friendly but you just described one of my biggest fears yeah would he have sang feliz cumpleaños to you if you had asked do you think the the one restaurant so here's the other thing is that uh, Melissa called the re- the resort before we got there and told them it was my birthday. Uh, because She's she, the worst. she knew that I would be like, no, it's not my birthday. <laughs> just live. <laughs> Dude, I don't know who this lady is. She's just alive. <laughs> um, but she did it because they put like, uh, they put like balloons in the room or whatever. Uh, and it was sweet. It was a nice surprise. They put rose petals on the bed. But because they put balloons in the room and like for happy birthday, it was in the notes anytime we went anywhere that it was like a special occasion yeah so like oh, i ordered cool. ice cream at the sushi restaurant and they just came out and said happy birthday like they just and they didn't like, they just sang, sang happy it birthday. or yeah oh okay no i hate that and i, I was like, like oh that. and everyone in the restaurant's like looking at me and i was like oh no please <laughs> you see that honey it's his birthday um, <laughs> i do want to say though all-inclusive resort definitely there is a, a very there's a minority of people there that it attracts that I don't know like there there's this group there was a couple people got a little like I don't want to say trashy but they're mm. like rowdy row- like rowdy but like everything it's fine getting a little rowdy like everyone's on vacation having a good time sloppy yeah these people are getting wasted then they're fighting with their mother-in-law in the pool cursing <laughs> oh, at each other oh um, shit they're oh, like, yeah. tr- like they're yelling at this. Like the staff doesn't bring their drink fast enough, and like oh, they're like, "Where have you been?" I'm like, "Dude, this guy is serving like a hundred people right now. What do you?" Wow, damn, like, dude. And then too, like they were, they were next to us. Uh, <coughs> at one point, they talked to us. We, I was in the jacuzzi, and their father, who they told me is on a hospice, they're like, <laughs> "Oh, if he dies in this jacuzzi, like it's on you guys." And then just walked away. And like the father was like, dying. Yeah, on, like you could tell, jacuzzi? like he is not, you know. <laughs> and we were just like, well, um, what's wrong with this? But then, what too, the then fuck, they, dude? the father had like a scooter, like one of the scooters to ride around on. And like uh-huh. the, the grandkids are like riding the scooter all along the pool. <laughs> Jesus. And too, then they Come met on. up with, they met friends there who oh, were just shit. as like same personality types, like fighting, cursing, throwing the football, like hitting the old people in the pool with the football. I think trashy is fine here. Yeah, I yeah. think you can so use that. Here is where. I thought was like the worst thing when they were next to us at the pool, they were talking to this other group of people and they started talking about when you get your, so you always get a check. I don't know how it works at other all inclusive places, but you give them your room number and then you, you get a check where it does a breakdown of how much everything you paid for was. And then it's like, you just sign it to your room and you keep your receipt. But there is a space like you, are allowed to tip these people and like it's kind of so that's what that's for it's for probably the receipt i i I think it's for like if you want to tip on to your room or you can order like more top shelf liquor that would then get charged to your room so like that would be 
you'd have to sign that receipt. But they give everyone a receipt. But you could just tip them, like, from the car that was for the room. Yeah, and, like, what we easy. did was, like, okay. we, we had... That's cool. Because we had so many pesos from, like, withdrawals from the ATM and getting changed back, is we would just tip in cash. And that was, like, uh, one of the things... Like, that was the thing we looked into beforehand. It was, like, suggested that, like, you just tip a little bit because they, like, take care of you. Everyone's a lot nicer and whatever. Right. And these people are like, nah. They're like, you don't fucking tip at all. They're like, do not tip these people. It's like, it's all a scam. And I was like, oh, oh my God. See, I, I've had hard stances on this show about tipping. But keep in mind, I only don't tip when I, when I think the service is atrocious. Right? Like, everything is sort of a gray area pleasant. at an all-inclusive, though. Yeah. But you know that, like servers and people in that like uh 100% yeah like a, a, I don't know what you would call it. I guess I guess they're servers too right like I was gonna say yeah. pool boys but it's not probably not <laughs> yeah, I think uh, yeah servers or like attendants poolside attendants yeah yeah like that's that's never included like the same thing with like valet or shit like that like no you're, you're just, 100% right but it it's hard when you don't have a check well, I guess you do have a check. You know that's how what much I'm saying. Like, is, oh. maybe that's the real Ugh. like reason. Yeah, the resort says I doubt tips are not counting. Like, like the resort says included. tips are not mandatory, but it's still we- like, I don't know. I would feel you know. weird not leaving anything. Yeah, yeah. Like, for these. No, no, no. But do you guys tip at a hotel? Because I've heard that you should do that. You're supposed to tip I, like five or ten bucks like every day you stay. I won't necessarily do that. Or every I, day you get room service or cleaning yeah but that's the thing i know i rarely do the cleaning stuff but i'll leave cash like when i leave usually i do do not disturb the entire time i'm in the hotel yeah same Same. but on the last day i'll leave like if i'm staying by myself a a 10 or a 20 or something like not a 20 maybe depending on where i've stayed um but like depending on what you've done in there yeah but like for example when we went to san francisco i think one of the years i paid it like the name of the hotel was on my card, and I remember I we we tipped on that card. Okay. You know, when we mm. closed out, like when we checked out, so mm. I think like you know you tip like that, but I don't know that you're supposed to tip like. And I worked at a hotel, you know, like I got I got tipped very rarely as like a fucking front desk person. Um, what the fr- you know how I started getting tips? I just started telling everyone I was giving them my employee discount, which I was because fuck that hotel. Um, <laughs> But people would be – I would give them their price, and I'd be like, you know what? Let me see if I could give you my employee discount, which I knew I could. Um, so, uh, and people would be like, oh, my God, you're amazing. Wow. Fucking man of the people over here. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Carl Marx himself. Dwayne yeah. The Rock Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> last fucking thing, people's champ. Last thing I will say really quickly, uh, going through <laughs> customs, coming – so going through customs in Mexico, they were like, it was so fucking quick – yeah. And they were like, get the fuck out of here. Um, going through customs. Go spend some money in our country, please. Yeah, going through customs in uh, the U.S. was a fucking, like, it was terrible. I didn't understand any of it. They were like, go to this line, then go to this line, then go to this line. And then, too, you can see the racial bias of customs in action. Like, me and Melissa walked up, and the dude was like, Oh, you guys like on a honeymoon or something? We're like, nah, just like traveling, boyfriend, girlfriend. He's like, oh, cool. Welcome back. Have a great time. Like the kid, like the Spanish kid behind me, he was like, how many days were you in Portugal? Who'd you go with? Why were you there? What'd you do while you were there? You got any soil in that bag? 
How many plants did you bring back? Yeah, any soil in that bag? I mean, one of the questions is like, are you bringing fucking soil back? Yeah. Um, Man. <clears throat> My only bad experience at like customs and immigration is one time Amber and I got stopped because uh, they did not think that she was like with me willingly. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was like. It was like. Do you know this man? Kind of shit. Oh my god. Uh, is like. Do you, I mean, like, I can't how do you guys know each either, other? But... I, no, I know. It was just I like, mean, you know, kind of harsh to have my reality rock that way of like, you know, are you okay? Do you know this person? Like, what's his last I, name? Like, all I that shit. If I had to make a judgment call as a custom agent on both of on you two, I would 100% assume the other way around. I would look at you and be like, are you here willingly? Like, bro, you look so sad and mad. What, are you okay? Is Me? She, yeah. <laughs> you know? Just how my face looks. Yeah, like that, and because that's what the judgment call is based on, right? You have no more information so. in that scenario. Guess so. Welcome back to the States, baby. Uh, yeah. I will say the only other overwhelming thing when you get out of the Cancun airport, there is hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people standing there trying to sell you everything under the sun and then also taxis. Uh, mm-hmm. So we had arranged, like, our our uh, resort was just going to pick us up. So, like, we just easy. handled That's it. The plan. It was it was super Shuttle. easy, but we couldn't find them. So I'm, like, walking around trying to find, like, the the stand that they told me to look for. And every single person's like, taxi? Taxi? What resort are you going to? Then you're like, no, I'm good. And then they're like, they follow you. And they're like, but look, it, here's the prices. Do you want it? You sure you don't want to go? Are, are you sure? Like, and I was like, oh, God. Can we? I was like, that's the only part where I was like, "Fuck, where is our place? I gotta find it right now." <laughs> Man, every every interaction like that I've had has is I I realize now like what my magic trick is in that situation is just being able to say no, thank you in Spanish, because the moment you say that, they're like, "Oh, all right, they they know," you know, they're like, "Oh, I ain't gonna get this guy." <laughs> so just learn how to say no, thank you in Spanish, and pretend you know what, that what you're doing. Problem solved. No you probably have a good uh, Hispanic accent, yeah. Yeah, me, my way. Yeah, I definitely don't. I'm too white for it. Can you roll your R's? I def- Melissa can. I can. I tried to ask her to teach me. I can't even roll my R's, bro. I tried. I really wish I, I spoke could. in Spanish since the day I was born. That's because you didn't make fire truck noises when you were a kid. It's literally it. Is that it? What yeah. does a fire truck noise sound like? <laughs> I don't know, that's what our Spanish teacher in 7th grade told us. The kids that can't roll their R's. How is that the noise of a fire truck? I don't know, man. That's what she fucking told us in 7th grade. She's like, kids that didn't roll their, didn't make fire truck noises when they were a kid can't roll their R's. I did it. And kids who don't listen to awkward pause can't grow up and be big and strong. So keep listening, boys and girls. Uh, Thank you for listening. Uh, I have been your host today, uh, Mr. Cassidy Sargent. You can find me on Twitter at Sergeant Cass. Please do follow the show on Twitter at Ockpaws. Visit the website. Why not? Awkwardpausepod.com backslash merch for that sweet, sweet merch. We got some new stuff coming up. Uh, It won't quite be out by the time this episode drops, but soon thereafter. So thank you again, Sam. Mr. Sam Atherton, where can the people find you? Catch me on Instagram. I'm going to plug my main, SmathertonXX. Uh, Elmer Guardado, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at ElmsDoes, E-L-M-S-D-O-E-S. Andrew Street. Follow me at StreetSweeper1R. I do have to say real quick. Please. I have to 
do something with, I have to verify a phone number or attach something to the Brock Memerton account or else I'm going to lose it. I got an email about that. Figured I'd update you guys. Mm. If you donate $65 to our Patreon, you could be the proud owner of the Brock Memerton account. If you don't know what the fuck <laughs> we're talking about, fair, honestly. that means you forgot about a weird inside joke from like eight months ago, but that's okay. <laughs> Uh, thank you again for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, get your driver's license. Um, move to a new place. Visit an all-inclusive resort. Do it all. Cass, did you we'll have see a good you week? next week. It's great. Thank you. Mine was good too. <laughs>